welcome to the Midlife Gamers, the show about two guys in their 30s talking video games. My name is Corey Beasley, and as always, joining me on controller number two is Ashton Strong. But wait, today we plugged in controller number three. That's right. That's right. We're joining us today is the other half of Hype Jutsu. Hype <laughs> Jutsu. He's the hype. I'm the Jutsu. Coming at you. Believe it. Carl Richardson. What's up, everybody? How you doing, sir? I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing. You you doing? You doing? Oh, where's the hype? Yeah, I was gonna oh. say. Not <laughs> this is a, this is yes. a hype jutsu. This is a hype jutsu. This is <laughs> uh, normal, yeah. normal Carl. No, I'm just guy on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, up, yeah. guys? This is Carl with hype. I, I'm with hype jutsu. I'm here <laughs> guesting on mid, wait midlife gamers. There you I'm go. Sorry, I can't be hype. I, I get just like out of control. I got it. I got it. It's fine. It's fine. It works. It works. It's okay. Right. No worries. Carl, welcome, dude. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm glad you're here, Carl. Yeah. I'm right actually on. I'm actually kind of super stoked about this episode. So yeah. this is like a unison. Should I uh, give a little intro or something? Uh, yeah. Carl. Okay, cool. Cool. A little bit about me. So, yeah. Uh, a little bit about me. You know what? So uh, I did a little time back in Albuquerque. <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. No, just... It's where we met. It's where I've, we uh, met. It's where we met, actually, all three of us. No, I've actually uh, known a- uh, Ashton and Corey for more than half my life at this point now. <laughs> we, yep. uh, we, uh, well, I met the both of them at the mall that everybody used to hang out at. Mall rats. Mall, mall, mall rats. We were disgusting. Gross group of fucking kids. Nah, we were a fly. Around. We were flying yeah, we were cool. Fly. Everyone we were, wanted to be our we friends. We were fresh fly and funky, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> funky in both ways. But <laughs> so yeah, I met these guys years ago. I've been friends ever since. Uh, and I share a passion for video games and anime and entertainment and stunks. Stunks, big stunks. <laughs> you know, I like to get my uh, my my toes wet in a little bit of everything. So yeah, that's me. Uh, yep, no, uh, Ash and I have both known Carl for many, many years. Like you said, probably about half our <laughs> lifetimes. I mean, it was, it was probably, I was, I just turned 17 when I first met your brother Chuck. And then it was mm-hmm. like shortly after that, that I met, met Carl. And then not even a year later that I'm actually, no, Ashton and I technically met before in that school. in high school. We didn't really know each other that well. And we didn't really become friends in high school, but we knew of each other. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um but yeah no uh with uh, uh early carl life here, gamers uh carl here he uh, him and ashton have kind of kept things going for the midlife gamers here for you know quite a few months in my absence more or less like uh, they're about to branch off into their own thing but for the most part they have uh they've kept things alive with uh what <clears throat> what we ashton and i have originally planned to keep going and now that we are gonna definitely keep going now now that we've kind of got a uh hopefully a steady pace again for releasing episodes and producing content and everything but uh i owe a major thank you to both ashton and carl here for you know honestly just coming up with the idea of hype jutsu like if if anybody here doesn't know listeners viewers everything uh every friday night on our facebook page uh ashton and carl have been streaming uh mostly just fighting games right Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Two fighting games. Yeah. Yep. yep, exclusively. Yep. So it's just been the two of them sitting in Ashton's living room playing fighting games, and uh, it's been actually really entertaining to watch. So if you haven't caught up on it, make sure you go to the Midlife Gamers Facebook page and check out the Hype Jutsu posts because they're they're actually a lot of fun. They are a lot of fun. They've been getting a lot of feedback from people. They've been getting a lot of views, and it's uh, it's exclusive content for our Facebook page for right now until they branch off into their own thing but it's it's been awesome and it's kept us going for the time that i've been absent and i'm super thankful to both of them for what they've been putting up and what they've been doing because i kind of feel like this entire project that ashen and i started kind of uh kind of would have faded away had uh had they not kept it going at least you know some way shape or form and what they put together was a really awesome idea and you know credit to both of them for what they've done so far so thank you so much guys i really appreciate that no problem very excited about <laughs> it. honestly I, I i'll take credit where credit's due but ashton is like the brains of everything he's the one who gets shit done i just uh I try to inspire. <laughs> I mean, like, no, I mean, I mean to, to, you know, like not even just the fact that you guys like got this idea to just, you know, start a kind of this own thing where you're streaming fighting games and stuff like that. But that both of you have kind of like taken on this additional, you know, personal goal of becoming better as far as like a promotional standpoint where mm -hmm. you're learning how to design now. Like you've both mm -hmm. bought graphics tablets. You're both getting familiar with that type of stuff. Like, you know, like this is stuff that I've been familiar with for years now, but it's it's cool to see friends of mine actually learning that stuff too because like I, I feel like there are times like when I'm working on something or I'm doing something where it's like if I, I have my frustrations with something like you guys are gonna understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, hundred percent. And we got so, we got a lot of things in store and things we wanna do outside of even just doing the fighting games things. Mm -hmm. Like it's all yeah. about like just further goals. Like one day, who knows? We can make a video game. Who just whatever. It doesn't matter because like I mean, we're using, we're learning all the tools anyways. And speaking of, it's realistic. Carl. It's a it's a realistic goal, honestly, the whole making video games. Because uh, I, I I've just been playing around with um uh, what is it called uh Unity Unity. You know, it's free, mm -hmm. <laughs> and like they have so many things they can teach you. So like like yeah, this like this whole thing is inspired. Uh, Ashton and I both are just like like you said, just like trying all these new things, like with the graphic design and. The, the getting familiar with all the Adobe programs and everything that's been really cool. So yeah, honestly, yeah. and I not have to thank for even just starting task. doing this honestly because I know a lot of people have always talk about streaming, starting a podcast. People talk about it all the time, but nobody really, really gets their foot Did it? into the door. You know that nobody yeah. just goes and does it. So I'm really happy you guys started this honestly, and I'm, I'm super happy to be a part of it. Well, I mean, I think you know the uh, you know and uh, like in addition to what you were saying there is, you know, yes, like there's a lot of people that don't want to take on like the extra stuff. They think it's just like, Hey, I'm going to stream my gameplay or I'm going to stream my hobby. Mm -hmm. And, and that's it. And yeah. that's yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like they don't realize that there's a whole like you know promotional marketing like ever like there's a whole another aspect to it in order to be successful with it, mm -hmm. and like you know the fact that you guys picked up like trying to do graphic design work and like you're both already awesome on social media so that's not even like you know something you need to worry about but. <clears throat> 
not a lot of people like realize that that like that is what you need and the fact that both of you guys like pick that up right away is just it's you know it's awesome and it it helped a lot like you know i mean even though like you guys like carl like some of the stuff that you post up didn't directly relate to you know what ashton and i started here with the midlife gamers the fact is is like you started something new it drew attention to yourself and then Mm -hmm. like through that like you know what you have going on with hype jutsu it drew people to that as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it's cool. It's cool to see my friends like picking up, you know, more stuff and, and realizing that it's not just like, Hey, I'm going to stream, you know, what I'm doing and thinking I'm going to be successful with it. Or, yeah. or it's whatever. a whole product. <clears throat> it's the whole yeah. thing. It's all yeah. one big thing. And it's all about giving something to the viewer or listener. Yep. What have you? It's all about it. You're, you're producing media content entertainment Mm -hmm. and that's you know it's all one big thing you have to think about yeah i like what you did there ashton with the uh you're like with the viewer or listener (laughs) 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 i I like that um but yeah no i i agree with ashton though with that whole thing it's 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 not about gameplay per se you know when it comes to streamers like i don't i can care less you gotta have a personality about it yeah yeah you gotta have a personality you gotta have something worth watching you know (laughs) which you know if you've seen any of the YouTube, eh, eh, sometimes maybe not worth it, but it got better. It got better at the end. And it's all about us also building ourselves up. Because a lot of this, like, I just want to learn how to draw. I brought this up in last episode. That's another reason. I just want to do something for myself, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get joy out of doing that both for me and the the viewer, the the list, listener. Um. You know what have you and it's just you know it's all about self-improvement but that also goes along with like the pro- product themselves which is also yourself so i mean it's all it's all one big like i said big thing i mean i think one big thing to take away from this is that you know back in summer last year ashton and i started this whole idea of like hey we like to talk about video games so let's start a podcast. I mean, like I've, I've yeah. been a fan of podcasts and listening to podcasts for years. And, you know, I'm someone who, you know, you get me in any social setting whatsoever. And like, I, I'm, I'm hard to shut up, especially when we get like lost on a topic that I'm interested in. Like I, it's hard. So, I mean, like that's the perfect formula for a podcaster. <laughs> and, I think, you know, with Ashton and I, we've we've had multiple things that we've agreed on when it comes to video games and the video game industry. And we've also had things that we've disagreed on. So we've had this kind of like nice balance, which made mm-hmm. perfect for conversation. And, you know, starting a podcast was like, you know, the best thing for him and I to do. And, you know, building off of that so far has been both challenging but also rewarding at the same time you know the past few months have been a struggle for me to actually commit to the content and everything just i've had a lot going on in my personal life and there have also been times where (coughs) if i'm honest with you where it's just been like i like i i guess i don't know how to word this but it's more or less like i haven't been confident in myself to actually feel like i've had like the ability to put good content forward and watching both you guys with hype jutsu and 
what you've done both already with what you've learned with design and illustrator and everything has been kind of like a major inspiration to me ha- have to actually you, have, have you seen the hype jutsus do you know how yes. they start carl how do hype jutsu start hype jutsu starts <laughs> off usually as some like unprepared bullshit <laughs> like i mean it's like teaching a baby how to swim it's like we're just getting thrown into the water and it's like oh, 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 oh. hey welcome to high jutsu we're ready guys <laughs> it's it's a mess it's a mess but like i'm always like we'll play this game and i'm like i got all the characters yay and then i'm like oh wait they didn't we'll, download we'll spend like 15 minutes downloading characters that's like that's like a, a common theme now it's like a part of the format we we last episode literally last week i was like we'll play this game and it wasn't even a couch co-op like a like couch game couch co-op yeah yeah it it had multiplayer but you know it was online only if you wanted to fight against your friends and i'm like oh well so yeah i do too yeah (laughs) we definitely need to work on it a bit (laughs) i I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, there's always, like, tweaks you can make, but at the same time, what you guys have put forward has been entertaining, it's been funny, and the overall gameplay content has been good, too. So, like, well, I, like, I, like yeah, that's all I'm saying is, like, it's, you know, what you guys have done so far, like, you know, between Hype Jutsu and what you've both taken on, you know, as far as, like, design and everything has like really inspired me to really like really get back into this as hard as I can. So, you know, well, I, I, only, uh, I only bring up that angle because it's like, it's a learning thing anyways. Like you grow as a person with everything you do and you'll grow as a personality while you're doing it on camera with your pants around your ankles. Your your balls exposed, if you would. Did you really get a little accent there for a second? Like your pants, pants around the ankle. I forgot what the word for pants was for one second. Like literally one second. I was like, I kind of just tried to you know go with it. You know, next thing I knew, my pants, my pants were around my ankles. We're doing it live. Fuck it, we're doing it live. So yeah, all in all, I owe both of you guys a major thank you for keeping this project alive and for inspiring <coughs> me to to really get back into it as much as I can because you know this was this was something that really like really got me going last summer and then once you know life became chaotic it kind of it kind of fell off to the wayside and. You know, I, I felt bad that it did, and it was something that I always wanted to get back to and get back on the regular with, you know, with Ashen and everything. But it was just, I, you know, I had, I had life stuff. Everybody has life stuff, so. Yeah. But now we're, uh, now we're back. So. We're back. We're here. We're doing it live. <laughs> you could catch the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's shameless, right. Shameless plug number one. We're here. <laughs> number one. We're back, baby. We are back. Side effects we are include back. diarrhea. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Had everyone listened to episode 15, you would know that Ashton and I were back last week and we finished the episode with a brand new Two Truths and a Lie. Uh, episode 17, we will be following up with the Two Truths and a Lie from the Lost episodes. 
Uh, so because I finally was able to go back through and listen to those and see everything caught up again. So we will have the answer for the episode 14? No. 13, 14, yes, 14 of Two Truths and a Lie, which yes. Ashton was yours. Yes, I it actually, was. I, I, you know, spoiler alert, I listened to it already. I know it was yours, Ashton. I just didn't have enough time to forward it to you to actually tell you, hey, it was yours. <laughs> well, da, 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 da. I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> it but was, I'll remember. What it was had, it? It had to do with like your favorite RPG of like a console generation. I think okay. uh, you probably say this guy. I'm just gonna answer for you. No, no I don't think I said this guy. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, I don't think Disgaea has ever been brought up. On brought this up, podcast honestly. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. And trust me, I have played a lot of Disgaea. Oh, I know. A lot, <laughs> like thousands of hours of Disgaea. That's why I thought you would bring it up because, like, I don't think I've seen any. If you play any game more than I, that. I, I think it's a, a boring game from the outside in, honestly. I enjoy it because I'm playing it, but I don't like it's not an interesting game to really talk it's, about. It's good that you're aware of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's not fun like, to watch. No, no. I know. I know. Um, but so, I can only imagine what they were. So, like uh, Chrono oh, Trigger. Sorry. Chrono Trigger? What would I have said for PlayStation Generation? I don't know. I just uh, I imagine I know what they are. PS two is probably how Persona. About, how about we just wait for episode seventeen so I can actually okay. send send you what actually we talked hey, about. You know, I'm just, I, I bet I bet I'm right in these two regards: Chrono Trigger, Persona. So okay. Well, All right. You know what? Everybody's got to tune into episode seventeen to find out. That's right. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm holding you all to it. <laughs> I'm forgetful, everybody. If you watch the streams, you know I'm forgetful. You also know I'm a coward. So as many of you, or as few of you, know, Ashton and I actually returned a couple, couple weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Those weeks. For episode 15. And we decided to kind of start over with the two truths and the lie. And <clears throat> it, we started with me. And I, uh, I talked about my experience with obtaining my precious precious the precious ps5 what was it well let's 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 go over them so number one i waited in line outside gamestop for over 20 three hours in about 30 or less degree weather it was snowing raining sleeting to get this ps5 number two a person showed up and offered me four hundred dollars for my space in line and number three Somebody showed up and actually picked a fight with the guy who was first in line because I was actually second in line. Somebody picked a fight with the guy who was first in line and then because I spoke up, he ended up picking a fight with both of us. And that was it. So. No one paid you $400. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. 
I, I know. I know one of them definitely. I know which one is true definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. I said offered four hundred dollars. Okay. Offered, I, I don't even. I don't offered four hundred dollars. So here's the thing. The GameStop I waited outside had two PlayStation fives available for that for Black Friday. I, I yeah. I totally forgot to add that in this little set. The, the last episode I added it. This was Thanksgiving Day. Waiting outside for twenty three hours. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Wait. So they only had two, and people were aware of this. No, they probably had, not. They had two PS5s and six Xbox Series Xs. They still have the six Xbox. Gross. Ouch. I love Xbox. I... You know that. But, um, wow, that just seems kind of ludicrous that there would even be anybody waiting with the, the, the numbers that low. You know? Well, here's the thing. The GameStop I waited outside didn't have the sign up saying, like, how many they were going to have. I was going off of Pop Finder. And I don't know if you oh. if you know Pop Finder, but Pop Finder is a website where you can basically check the inventory of stores like Target, GameStop, stuff like that. And their inventory listed that they were going to have six Xboxes and, and two PS5s. On Thanksgiving Day, I, you know, I didn't have much going on. Like, my kids were with their, their mother that day. And, you know, we were doing stuff completely separate. So, I didn't have much going on because, you know, like my girlfriend, she was going to spend Thanksgiving with her kids. So, originally, my plan was, was to actually go at nighttime and hope that, like, okay, maybe if I waited overnight that I would get one. And... I just decided to go out that morning and I saw at the GameStop that was actually near my house that people were already lined up outside for Black Friday to get one. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go for it. So to tell you, just to get to the point here, the lie was the fight. Oh. Wait, I thought that was the truth. No. Ah, damn it. <laughs> damn it. I'm so wrong. <laughs> no. Nobody nobody picked a fight. Um, I did wait outside for, you know, a, a little over 23 hours. When I first showed up to the GameStop, there was actually some one dude already standing outside. And... Uh, no, sorry. He wasn't standing outside. He was parked outside the GameStop. And as soon as I pulled up, he jumped out of his car and ran to the entrance. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. So wait, now somebody actually did offer you four hundred dollars. Yes. And wait, how long was this into waiting? Was this close to the twenty-three hour mark? Or? It was. It was about ten o'clock that night. So oh. ten ten o'clock on Thanksgiving night. A guy, a, a guy showed I up. Money. A I would have taken the money because that's good money per hour right there with no tax. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, that's what that. I'm saying. Like, that's a, <laughs> I would have taken the money. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's all right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're good, bro. Like, good luck with all that. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I mean, I get you. But at the same time, like, I'm I'm happy to have it because, I mean, so far, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the system a lot. Minus the fact that Assassin's Creed Syndicate runs, like, butt. 
<laughs> really, Syndicate does? Yeah, Syndicate. Uh, so, PS4 so it's, game, it's, yeah? it's really weird because like Ubisoft was like, "Hey, every Assassin's Creed game runs great on the PS5, minus Syndicate and minus those side-scrolling Chronicles games that we made." Yeah. So wait, but, wait, wait. That's what? What is it? Just a uh, lack of optimization or something? So Syndicate, the problem is, is the shadows. They flicker. So okay. when you're playing the game, like anywhere where there's shadows, it like flashes like crazy. Oh, okay. So if you, you know, if you're someone who has epilepsy, <laughs> avoid, <laughs> avoid playing Syndicate on the PS5. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, but uh, but no, I mean, so far, I mean, I love I love the PS5. Originally, Man. I was trying I was trying to go for a digital version. But they only had uh, the the disc based consoles available, and there was only two of them. So apparently, out of all the PS fives, though, like there was only a few million comparatively. Well, I know that they they definitely didn't produce as many digital versions as they did mm. the disc because Sony even admitted they say they were unsure of how well the uh, the digital yeah. version was going to do. See, but I don't know. it's I understandable. Think- I think it's weird that they thought it wasn't going to do well because, in my opinion, that's just the natural course of things. I mean, computers nowadays, like oh no, yeah, yeah, most, yeah. I mean, most computers I, that's don't the even one have I wanted. Drives, you know. Well, I mean, I think I think for them was a fact of like when they first started manufacturing PS fives was well before the pandemic started. Yeah. So they were probably had in mind like you know, there's still a decent amount of people that buy games physical yeah they, so, they yeah they want the physical copy i get that so i think had they known the pandemic had happened you know beforehand they would have been all over producing digital consoles which i was actually like reading an article saying that sony is actually producing more of them now than the physical disc consoles because there's like just because the pandemic is going on like people aren't able to go out i mean like you know with everything it's not easy for people to go out to stores and just buy the games anymore not to mention the fact that because of the pandemic like manufacturing as a whole has gone down like crazy Mm -hmm. so like digital has become like the high demand for everything yeah yeah it's the way of it like i i don't want to buy physical things really it's like the few physical games i do have all imports of games i can't get digitally here that's really that that's pretty much it Mm -hmm. or like older in the earlier generation because recently carl in fact informed me ps4 is eight years old so yeah Yes, I just thought it was younger than that and i was like bro i was like it's like i was like it's it's almost 10 years old and he's like no He's like, it's like six. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, it no. came out 2014 in the good days. <laughs> 2013, bro. 2013. I remember because it came out like a month before the twins were born. So. Wow. Cause I got, cause that's I got, crazy. Cause I, yeah, because I got to Your enjoy it for like a month. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I remember. I remember. I remember. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hang on, guys. I'll be right back. Yep. Now back to the weird stuff. Yeah. Ashton's not real. Birds aren't real. Nothing you The earth isn't real. You are on the back of the turtle. The only thing that's real is the turtle. I like turtles. Turtle AI has taken over the world. Turtle AI has taken over the world. You would know this if you knew anything. Oh god. Oh god. 
I'm oh fading God, out. For me. I'm fading out. Oh God. Oh, oh. Oh. Oh, I'm fading out too. The feed and the. <laughs> that was perfect timing. How mine closed and yours open. I'm gonna watch that on the stream. Hold on. <laughs> what, what a great transition. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> the timing on that. <laughs> oh. Hey viewers, it's just us being the goofs. But remember, the goofs, the goofy guys. They don't want you to know the truth. About birds. Birds are drones. Birds are drones. That's how they know where you are. They'll always know because the birds are smart. Corey is an android. You have to save us. Somebody save us from him. Please, somebody save us before he comes he back. Is an, he, <laughs> he is an AI. He is here for you. Like, people in the podcast, like, are listening to this via podcast you probably don't know what we're doing because i don't know what's going to be in the podcast so hi Corey, as the future editor future Corey. yeah i'm here no not you Corey. No, you're president no, you. I'm, I'm talking to you but in the future when yeah, you're yeah. editing this okay. you mind your business this is a, this is an after future Corey conversation <laughs> well then i'm gonna walk away again <laughs> We like to have fun here. Remember to check out the podcast at Spotify, Amazon, Audible. What? What? Like who's in the so corner? Real. I know. <laughs> that I'm a great so actor. Real. <laughs> I was like, wait, is he doing that thing? And then I looked over and I'm like, whoa. Is he doing that thing? Because <laughs> that's the thing that I started doing now where I'll just be in it with a group of people and I'll just look hey. up into the corner of the room and just start what? talking. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I love the happening. What? See, that's your your problem. You're, you're trying too hard, Ashton. Oh. You're, you're, you feel the conversation in your head. You have okay. to hear the responses. <laughs> Corey's hand. Right, here Corey's we go. Hand. This, this is how you do it. What? I don't know. Did you check downstairs? Oh. oh so now it's my oh. fault. Okay. Okay. I see how it is. No God. God Yahweh, I swear to God, don't do this right now. I am live on All right, all right. I think you crossed the line. <laughs> hey, current Corey. Can't hear you. Your mic's off. Your mic's off. No, it's Ooh. down. It's, oh, there yeah. you go. There you go. Hey, I'm here. It's current Corey. It's current Corey. <laughs> current Corey's back. Now, future Corey, again, when you're editing this, and now that present day Corey's here, so it makes more <laughs> sense for the segue. They might not know a couple of the jokes that we were doing while you took your first break, like when you first stepped away, but they're in reference to what happened way earlier before we actually started. Just so you know, keep it in. 
Also, okay. I like this camera angle where it's only my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? It's not like the worst thing ever. <laughs> Interesting Dude, angles. Just like, hey, what's up? You'll never see my eyes ever it's again. It's funny on stream. It is a bit different than uh than on disc. Discord, yeah. Because he cuts it out a little. Yeah. Zooms in. <laughs> Just like the doctor when I was a baby. Said <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he cut a little too much. <laughs> ah, hey, a little Roddy Dangerfield. <laughs> hey. Hey. I was acting. I was watching a bunch of Roddy Dangerfield videos this morning, which is that's probably where that all came. <laughs> Guy, I am. Guy. I don't think I'm gonna cut any of this out of the episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just know that there is a conversation where they might be confused. They'll get it now. Maybe now care. that we talk about it. Enough. I don't care. Oh damn! You hear that, future Corey and Cor current Corey <laughs> doesn't want <laughs> you Corey inside the joke. <laughs> no, I want you to listen more so you get the joke. <laughs> oh. Yeah, watch yeah. more, listen more. Well, you you have to watch the entire thing to get all the references. Hey, you know what? If 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 Disney and George Lucas can pull the shit on us where we gotta watch a whole bunch of different shit to understand what's going on with the fucking movies, then I can do the same shit with my podcast. Okay, you're I mean, Disney now. <laughs> you heard us. That's right. We're Disney now, Carl. I don't want to be Disney. Oh. <laughs> uh -huh. uh -huh. What happened? Oh, what happened? Oh. <laughs> is, is, is that Mickey on Pornhub? <laughs> God damn it, why can't I use my soundboard ass? <laughs> Alright. Oh man. Alright. The this train has gotten way off the rail we're not even <laughs> going to the same place anymore no 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 so let's let's hop off the train get in a little dune buggy and take it to a new train <laughs> new train uh, most trains go to the same station just uh, you don't need is that uh wait wait is that new train segueing into gaming news that it, it, Carl, <laughs> you are a guest on this show. <laughs> what's, what's that on the side of the train? I think it says gaming news. And then we put in an animated segment. <laughs> We're going big. <laughs> We're going big. <laughs> yes. It's time for the gaming news. Ashton. It's the news. Gaming news. Asia at war. <laughs> no, no. <gaming. laughs> it's the Roaring Twenties. <laughs> it is the Roaring Twenties. It is. It is. It is. So, to top off our gaming news segment here. Oh, one of the main reasons I'm so happy we have Carl on right now. Carl, how are your diamond hands doing, sir? My diamond hands are holding strong. Do you, do you strong, see these sir? diamond hands? Oh. These diamond hands break rocks, and they, oh. they, rip, they rip apart paper hands. <laughs> so for listeners, viewers, anyone who's not aware, because I know we have a lot of people who are from overseas and everything, and I'm not sure how much the news has kept up with it, uh, GameStop stock has been through the roof. Through 
roof. Uh, Absolutely insane. Yeah, mainly due to a little subreddit known as Wall Street Bets. Um, Basically, a war has been ensued on the Wall Street billionaires, uh, specifically short sellers and hedge funds who have basically made billions off of treating Wall Street like a casino and... Hey, like the little guy has learned how to play their game, has learned how to outsmart them at their game. And I got to say, it's probably one of the most entertaining things I have seen in the past decade. Like it's it's pretty awesome. So much to the fact that like I personally like I've been investing for a little over a year now, just, you know, in in small time things, nothing major or anything like that. But Mm. to see this level of just i don't know if i say camaraderie but like just this level of like people who are just so sick of wealth inequality in this country and wealth inequality in general um and on top of that seeing just like they're sick of people who are just playing the stock market like it's a game to make billions and billions of dollars off of it while in the meantime you know people are losing jobs losing income everything like that like this to me has been uh it's been it's been satisfying like it's 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 like it's like the perfect steak paired with the perfect beer like uh it's 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 amazing so much the fact that like yes like i've done investing myself that this has made me buy into it as well and like i mean i know carl here is actually one who has been someone who inspired me to really kind of get into the investing more like i dabbled in it in a a tiny bit but it was a little over a year ago that i i think i first started seeing his facebook posts about different things that he was investing in and you know using you know i dare to say it robin hood and stuff like that to actually invest in (laughs) Um, you know, they're he, good he, for some cryptos. Just saying, <laughs> they, they were. They're not good for anything right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I they're don't. Good, I don't. Good for a lawsuit. Yeah. Like yeah. I say, like, <laughs> so, but um, this is uh, you know, like seeing you know seeing him over a year ago, like posting stuff like this, really got me interested in it, and. You know, I, I started investing in certain stocks that I was interested in, and I actually started making money off those stocks, and it's actually been a really great experience. I've actually had a better experience dealing with investing in stocks than I have been dealing with just putting my money into the bank. Mm. And so, you know, this whole thing with what's going on with GameStop right now just... I don't know, just kind of like fueled that inspiration even more and really seeing how much it was hurting some of these people who really just, you know, treat Wall Street, treat the livelihoods of people like it's a casino, like seeing them hurt. It's like the the news report of the one guy crying. Oh, it was amazing. I did. I did. (laughs) Well, apparently like overall hedge funds lost like 20 billion dollars. Good. Well, there there are nine new billionaires in the world because of it now, though, too. So, hey, take I mean, it, take it, or leave it. The one mm. thing I gotta say is like the guy who kind of kicked this all off, the Keith Gill, the what's it, Roaring Kitty on YouTube? Yeah, I think his yeah, name yeah, is. I think yeah. It is Roaring Kitty. Like he's still holding. 
Mm-hmm. Like he is still holding you. Like he not just not flinching at all. He just nope. took, he lost twelve he, million dollars today. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah today. But that's just today. See, and, and yeah, yeah, that's true. That's kind of what I wanted to get into with stocks. Is just uh, like the the thing is everybody wants to get into because it nowadays it's so easy. It's just with all these different platforms, it's so easy to get in stocks. But the thing is, people don't do research into stocks. And the one thing that you do, you never, ever, ever do, is don't buy on an uptrend. Never buy on an uptrend unless you know it's gonna. You know for sure it's gonna go up more. You always buy on a dip. Two, you don't sell on losses. <laughs> you just don't sell on losses. Leave that money in for a year. <laughs> Leave it in for two mm-hmm. years, but don't sell on losses because you're cementing the fact that you lost money. That's why this guy, he, he may have lost twelve million dollars today, but he could gain forty million tomorrow. But mm-hmm. it's not real until you sell, and then you cement it. You make it real. But um, that's the thing with stocks, man. It's not an instant gratification. It's not an instant, uh, you're not going to become rich today. You're not going to become rich tomorrow. It's, it's a waiting game. It's the long con. But, um, yep. Corey, you're right. The, the, the hedge fund billionaires, they use it like it's their own little piggy bank. Like They can just dip their hands in whenever they want, and they do these, uh, these uh, short sells, which basically is just saying that... Uh, this company is going to go down uh, and we're going to make money off of it going down. And like the day they're like basically coming together doing that. And it's just, it's really fucked up. I, it's, I don't understand how it's not inside trading. Like, cause they're definitely like, like grouping up together and fucking giving each other information, but who's going to stop them? <laughs> you know? Uh, I mean, I think, really. I think it's an attest to the fact that the system itself is just, it has its flaws and is broken in several ways. Um, you know, for the fact that like, I mean, I feel like, like short selling in itself shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't. And I think that this is, this is actually like a war on just that in itself, that it shouldn't exist. That because when all these, you know, these investors do the short selling on these companies, when it does eventually happen and they profit they and there are millions, like they hurt the companies so yeah. badly. And all the people that work for those companies suffer so mm-hmm. badly because of it. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the thing that I think that this is really starting to call out. Yeah. And that's that's why, like, you know, for me, like, yes, I've, I've now put money into GameStop. I have now put money into AMC. I've put money mm-hmm. into Nokia, BlackBerry, everything. And, like, for right now, I'm, I'm holding strong Hold it. with it. Yeah. I'm holding it because if I, like, even if it's a fractional investment, if mm-hmm. it's helping put an end to people getting screwed over while other people get rich, then I'm all for it. All for it. Like if, you know, I don't care about my gain in the end. I like, I care about the overall change happening because a more even distribution of wealth, (laughs) you know, like not, not saying that there shouldn't be billionaires, but I, I don't know. Like, like Elon Musk right now, like well, like there's billionaires is, who have earned it. Like there's yeah, billionaires like once you, who have once you it. make your a billion dollars, though, do you need two billion I mean, what, dollars what, what, because yeah, yeah, a billion's yeah, yeah. already so much? What is it that you're personally actually gonna spend that money on that that, that you would even be able like to spend I, I, that much money on? I get you like know? some things like even millionaires can't afford, but you know what? How about a hard cap on like nine 
billion nine hundred and ninety nine million. You know, like making video games. That's all I'm saying. You know, there's a money cap in video games. It helps balance the game. Yeah. Everybody Huge. stops at nine 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 nine. You know, it works. Uh, Look, like I don't really care so much about people who obtain billions of dollars as long as everybody else is actually getting a fair shot at being able to be wealthy themselves. But when That's you true. but when you've got like so many of these billionaires who have just made their money off of other people's suffering, mm -hmm. that's different. That's different. Like, you know, like I'm sure like I love Elon Musk and I'm sure there's stuff that's happened within Tesla and within PayPal and everything like that that has been shady that has, you know, added to him becoming wealthy. But at least the fact that he is someone who actually contributed to this movement and he's someone who actually, you know, I mean, I'll say the he's same. He's Batman. Way. He's the heart he's of Iron Wall Street Man. right now. His words literally move Wall Street. I right, mean, right. it's kind and, of absurd. But it's like, <laughs> like I'll, I'll say the same thing about like Mark Cuban right now. Like Mark Cuban. Oh, just, I, was gonna, I like yes, that guy. I was actually going to bring like up Mark guy. Cuban and the post that he just said. Yep. Yep. I mean, he, he just he just did an AMA on Wall Street bets. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, like there's actually people who have been successful with their money who are backing this movement. And like, like I'm all for that. I am all for that. It's, you know, like I, I never thought that GameStop would be, <laughs> be the company that would actually start. Well, you know what? That's where I bought my PS4. <laughs> God damn it. You leave my game store alone. I, hey, I, that's where I bought my PS5. So. Exactly. You leave like, gamers. That, that, that is where the I bought my. my fuck alone. That's where I bought Crash Bandicoot and then returned it to them for 25 cents. <laughs> that's right. They <laughs> could screw you, but no one screws them. No, they're still doing it. People are buying, bought their stocks for like three hundred dollars, and then they're selling it for a hundred. I mean, it's the GameStop way. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> no, it's just it, it it it's very very interesting, and you know, at the end of this all, like when this eventually dies down and fades down, I do wonder how much GameStop as a company will be affected by this. You know, does this does this change up? how they approach things or are they just going to be another company that becomes like, you know, you know, blockbuster or, or whatever, mm -hmm. where they're just mm -hmm. gone. Like, you know, we don't have those brick and mortar stores anymore. And, and like, I don't know, like I had this, I had this small part of me like a couple of years ago where I had, I had a little bit of disdain for GameStop just because I had like personal matters from like previous employment and stuff like that. Not even working for GameStop, but working for Electronics Boutique, who eventually was bought out by GameStop. Um, like I had this this little bit of disdain for these corporate video game retailers. Mm -hmm. And like i don't know like it's just like over the past couple of years and now seeing what's happened now like i don't i guess there's not as much hate in my heart anymore them, <laughs> you know <laughs> you can harbinge no more hate for gamestop <laughs> they are changing the world <laughs> now that they are a fortune 500 company you know <laughs> I don't want to speak ill when I'm an investor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I, I can't speak ill of GameStop. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a partial owner of them. <laughs> you see. <laughs> I own like point zero 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 two percent of the company. <laughs> it's like I'm on the goddamn board of directors. <laughs> it's like okay, buddy. <laughs> I mean. If I'm being honest, like they should probably name the entire Wall Street Bets subreddit to the board of directors of the company. Oh, right. <laughs> the Wall Street Board of Directors. That's it. That's the new name. <laughs> like, boys, what are we moving today? What money moves are we making? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh it's been like crazy seeing that this, you know, this whole little thing has caused this massive movement into really drawing the attention to wealth inequality in this country and yeah. actually, you know, in the world in general. So I honestly think it's a great thing for this whole generation that this yep. happened, you know? Yeah, oh, no, for sure. For sure. I mean, like this was a history making moment. You know, mm-hmm. there's some people that don't realize that. Like I actually had to explain to my mom, like what was going on. Like she didn't understand. <laughs> the, the fact that uh, it just dawned on me that GameStop will be written about in the history books. <laughs> yeah. The absurdity hey. of it all. <laughs> like you're telling me this is not virtual reality. Come on, there's no way this is real life. <laughs> Gamers, investors, birds. Gamers are investors. Do you know how expensive video games are? Yeah, yeah. Think yeah. about it. Yep. Think about it. Yep. So moving on from. Financial successes in video games. We're going to move on. To utter failures. (laughs) Yeah, to straight up failures. Straight up. Straight up. Um, Google had recently announced that they are completely shutting down their game development studios that make exclusive games for the Google Stadia. What? Uh, No. Wait. Not not the Stadia. Did did they even? Didn't they oh. make that great game? I gotta check on my one friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a Stadia, um, mainly because they gave it to me for free. But <laughs> um, no, I uh, I actually I I got it for free because I'm a YouTube Premium subscriber. So they. Uh, it was right before Christmas they sent it out like they sent out this email to everyone who had YouTube premium like hey you want a Stadia for free like just you know sign up here and you'll get it so I ended Are you up getting, yeah yeah so I ended up getting one and like I didn't have much use for it so I just gave it to the kids and I hooked it up for them and I get why it's failing but at the same time it's actually kind of cool. Um, number one, it works fantastic. Like, the, the games play flawlessly on it, and if you hook it up to a 4K TV, they actually look great on it, too. What I thought was really cool was the games that do have local multiplayer, you could literally have someone playing on a Stadia controller, a PlayStation 4 controller, and an Xbox controller. Oh, All cool. three people playing at the same time on one thing. I thought that was kind of cool. Now, I know, like, local multiplayer is not big anymore. Like, everything is all about online, but... Fuck that! (laughs) Play play video games on the couch with your friends, damn it. I'm still still a major advocate for couch co-op. And and the fact that, like, on the Stadia here, like, you know, like, you could... 
if you owned three different systems, you know, like you didn't have to go out and buy more Stadia controllers or anything like that. Like you could use your Xbox and PlayStation controller at the same time on this console. And I like, I don't know, I, I know it's small. I know it's completely minute, but I thought that that fact was, was kind of cool. Um, I, I, I think it's cool, yeah. The game library is definitely small on the Stadia. Uh, the games, like you know, the third-party games that you know you'll see on Xbox and PlayStation as well, they ran rather impressively on the uh, on the Stadia. And like I, I thought for sure when I first hooked this thing up that it it, it wasn't going to be anything really breathtaking, but. It was, it was impressive. I'm not gonna lie. There... The Stadia's number one problem was it didn't start the ground running, hit the ground running. Like they had too many issues, and the initial response to it was yep. just so negative at the start. I don't think they ever really had a chance, and this is like an obvious result of them not really putting their best foot forward. Because I don't know what game they literally came out. Like, what suit? Because this is an internal Google studio that is being closed down. So, like, what game did they make? Why wasn't it on other things? Yeah, did they actually release a game or multiple games? I was trying to look this up, but I think there's a game called Krata that was by them. Or at least by the studio that's run by them. Because that's a game that my kids are playing like crazy right now. And it's kind of like a it's it's like a mix of like Fortnite meets Minecraft. Okay. And like the game is beautiful, and overall gameplay seems fun, but I don't know. I like I don't feel like these companies really should have even entered this market in the first place. Like, what they developed was cool. And this goes for Amazon as well with what the hell was their, their uh, streaming called? It was Crucible, and they had an MMO called The World. No, but what is their, what is their streaming There's game service game called? Oh. Service with, um, I do not we, know. We, we talked about this on, like, one of our previous episodes. They didn't even start. Their, their money losses is their game development. It's like a game development studio internal thing. I don't think that I think the their streaming Luna. thing is separate. It was, it, was called, it was Luna. Luna, that's what it was. It was. They're Luna. not losing yeah. money on Luna, to my knowledge, because it's not a thing that's out yet, to my knowledge. What mm. Amazon is losing is just putting out, like they have spent five hundred million dollars on roughly two games, and haven't released them. They did actually re- re- release Crucible, but then they pulled it back like a week later or something. Because I mean, that's how bad it was. Oh, shit. Good for them for not leaving it out like most companies. No, no. Yeah, it's fair to them. It. Yeah, 100%. Honestly, yeah. I appreciate that, that they pulled it because, like, look at Cyberpunk. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or Anthem, Amazon, where it's you know just... What Amazon's biggest problem is they dip their toes into everything. They have a yeah. movie department. I mean, I'm sure... Well, it works the, for them the to grow race because race. originally <laughs> they were ebooks. Yeah. So it makes sense why they would be like, no, let's try this, let's Their try this because is branching out to, to everything, yeah, the unknown basically. 
I mean, I, I have nothing against these companies wanting to branch out. It's just, it's just finding out what is actually going to be successful for your business model. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Google as a whole has been successful as far as just an internet based company where you know you've you've got a browser you've got email you've got online storage yeah 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 yeah, yeah. all that's good like i feel like you know these companies need to kind of stay within their niche because once they start to expand out like yeah like you know where's glass exactly youtube in itself before google even acquired it was successful so so even even if even if google didn't acquire youtube that would have been successful on its own but but their involvement has pretty much drained YouTube of what it like. They don't really make money apparently anymore. They hemorrhage money, if anything, from what I've heard. Well, I heard nobody actually makes money on YouTube anymore. Like the the content. Uh, oh yeah, the content the content creators don't make creators, money. Yeah. It's all uh, everything's supported by uh, outsourcing or like Patreon and like mm, merch mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean that that doesn't surprise me because of the saturation. Like there's, I mean, especially during the times of like the pandemic going on over the past year, like, I mean, how many people have become content creators in this time? Exactly. Hey. Everybody and their mom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Check us out on Spotify, Amazon, Audible, Google, wherever you listen to your podcast. Shameless plug. <laughs> no, I mean, like, uh, like that, that's exactly it. I mean, there's so many people that have become content creators now when they're trying to get successful off of it. And there's some people, there's several people that have been, they've gotten attention, they've gotten viewers, they've gotten listeners or whatever. And this is, you know, this is all stuff that like YouTube as a whole and these other streaming services, like they're, they're paying out to these people, but there's going to come a time where like these companies aren't going to have the money to pay so many people. I mean, there's how many millions of streamers out there now, you know? So that's it's gonna, true. It's, it's going to come, come down to these people having to, you know, like make their money off of third party sponsors. And, yeah. you know, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, yes, people are, are, are do what they're owed, but at the same time, like, this is the same as like anybody who's self-employed. It's it it's it's a competitive market, you know. Like, you you can't just expect like, hey, like, okay, I'm creating awesome content. Like, YouTube, where's my money? Like, yeah. you, you no, can't. no, 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 exactly. And the, <laughs> in in regard to us too, like that that's not our goal. Well, it's Neither. Because like, it works with the whole Google uh, argument. You can't just get into the game creating business and yeah. expect to make money. I, I think it actually works perfect with that. It's yep. like that, that was their problem. They just jumped You got to build it up. Quick. You got to mm-hmm. build up. So, like you know what they should have done. You know what would have been smart for Google to do. Don't create a game system right away. Don't don't try to start your own service. Start your own game make development a video game. company. Yeah, yeah, make a game. Make a goddamn game. That's all they well, had to do. I mean, I mean, I think the one thing that they were smart about is that they didn't actually try and create like an exclusive system. They tried to build off of the Chromecast, which was something they had going already. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, and that's the thing. Like. As a whole, I actually like Stadia, but the problem is, 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 is that they don't have the backing of the gaming community like Xbox does, like PlayStation yeah. does, or like even just PC does in general. Well, again, this comes back to what happened at their launch. They made a lot of promises that were necessary for gamers to like it and to have that gamer community, 
and they didn't launch with those features like they mm -hmm. they should have. Oh, they yeah, should no, have no. waited. Was, they should have waited at least there was until they knew. Major hiccups with the launch, but overall, as a product that they've put out so far, it has exceeded my expectations. But and that's fair. Every system though. gets better as the time time goes on. Look at say the PS3 example. That game that that console horrible beginning life cycle. Horrible. That thing like, was junk. Like you know for for comparison's sakes here. Stadia as a game streaming service to me looks better and functions better than Game Pass does as a streaming service. Mm. Yeah, that's hard I to gauge, pass, though, then. Because I don't know. I've, I, I've always loved... Well, no, no, don't, don't get me wrong. Game Pass is amazing. But the issue that I have with Game Pass, especially when it comes to stream... Now, now, mind you, I use the word streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, 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 not, yeah. not Game Pass as in, like, no, okay, I, know, I can... No, I know you're specifically... I'm specifically saying, saying streaming. as yeah. streaming. Mm -hmm. But, like... When I go to play a certain game, so say like, or, or I'll say like my kids, my kids are obsessed with the game Human Fall Flat. They mm -hmm. love good Human game, Fall Flat, game. okay? Human Fall Flat running on the Stadia, especially on like a tablet or a phone or something like that, runs infinitely better through the Stadia app than it does through the Game Pass app. Mm. All right. I, so yeah. that's, that's like the Game Pass on phone as well? Because then yes. it's on phone now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so like with with Stadia, with Stadia, like visually it looks better, the game plays better, and Stadia even implements touch controls for the game. What about hooked cool. up to a TV? Hooked up to it. Hooked up to a TV. I mean, the difference is the fact of like with Game Pass, you actually install the game to a system, to the yeah. Xbox. As Whereas opposed, opposed to, to Stadia, it. it's streaming over the Chromecast. Oh, so you don't have to wait to download the game but, ever. But, you know, again, it goes back to what I was talking about before. The nice little bonuses is like, you know, Human Fall Flat has local multiplayer. And oh, yeah, so, like, true. my kids can play with a Stadia controller, and then the second person can use either an Xbox controller or a, or a PlayStation controller to play. So <laughs> there's... There's minor benefits that it has, and itself as a service has slightly better benefits depending, I guess, on what game you're playing over things like, you know, the Game Pass as a streaming service. Like, Game Pass as a whole is just, is on a whole nother level. Like, you know, Ashton, you and I were both big PlayStation fans, but we can't ignore what microsoft has done with game pass so far and that I kind like of playstation now though it's perfectly fine comparatively I mean, the fact that pc's included is what makes game pass what it is in my opinion i mean if you're to compare it to console yeah. console i'm like it doesn't really those two things <laughs> maybe the library is better on one on game pass because they have you know more first party things going to towards it because that is something now doesn't have I mean, lately, overall, I think it's first party and third party. Like, Game Pass has kind of a slightly better selection than. No, no, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, PS Now is catching up. I mean, I like it. It's fine. 
I, I like PS Now as well, but Game Pass as a whole is like it it's a great service, which has kind of led up to you know our next topic here of why Microsoft in their last quarter has posted over fifteen billion dollars in sales. Bum, 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 bum. 50% increase to their game division thanks to the next-gen consoles. And uh, probably uh, has something to do with their partnerships that they're making with everybody because Microsoft yeah. is... Oh, so, oh, speaking of, side everybody. note. Side <laughs> note. Although Microsoft did buy Bethesda, that is not a legal thing yet, apparently. The EU has to approve it. Oh. Just, is yeah. there a chance that they won't? There Probably is. Probably not. <laughs> there, no, there there is, but, but like, I've, more well, than likely they won't. Like yeah. they'll. I mean, yeah, like more than likely I, I, they I will approve it. I think. Mean. Um, I feel why you think they would because um, as it's it's a actually really well known fact that Xbox is not popular overseas, like anywhere. No. <laughs> PlayStation definitely has the worldwide market, so I can see why people and. Other regions would X- try to fight against that. Xbox is getting a stronger growing in the UK, mm-hmm. but but outside and of no that, Asian like, markets, no Asian no. markets. <laughs> buying an Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> like it's one percent of all the sales of any other console, apparently, mm-hmm. from what I've seen, and it's like, ooh, yeah, yep, that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I mean, I feel like. Microsoft is kind of doing things right, more or less. Like, yes, they have a new console that came out, but you don't see them over-promoting that console. It's true. Like, they are all about promoting themselves as a service. Xbox Mm -hmm. is a service now. Yeah, you can buy a console to take advantage of that service, but Xbox itself has fully become a service now. Yeah. It's like that that is that is what it is, you know. And them going out and acquiring all these game companies is just proof of that. Like they want to be able to acquire these game companies, these developers and stuff to be able to produce stuff for their service. And I you know, I like trust me, I love PlayStation. I love my PS5. This is why I bought a PS5 over an mm-hmm. Xbox Series X. But what Microsoft right now is doing in the gaming industry is definitely benefiting them big time. Oh, yeah. Like, like I mean, I have to give credit where credit is due. When Microsoft first said they were coming into the gaming industry, it was like, I'm like, oh, okay, you know. Like, yeah, they had, like, PC stuff going on with their simulators and then the sidewinder controller which was amazing for pc games way back in the day when they first initially launched the xbox like i like i thought it was i mean i thought this was going to be another jaguar you know another (laughs) another system that was just gonna like be out there and just die and they've actually you know they've built themselves as a major presence in the gaming industry and now they've really evolved beyond that like i give them credit for that i also give credit to playstation for sticking to their roots mm-hmm. and still being successful and yeah, still being props to nintendo honestly <laughs> 
They're scumbags. <laughs> they are scumbags. <laughs> they are such scumbags. I'm, they are. But I will give it I to mean, you. Talk about I, they, a company that really did stick to their goddamn. They're two hundred <laughs> years old. So yeah, I mean, I get it. <laughs> but no, like, you know, the, this is this all kind of plays into the fact of like something like the console wars is completely irrelevant now. It, like it, it, like it shouldn't even be something that exists. They've anymore. never been oh, yeah, stronger, no, no. Corey. No. What are you what, talking the about? Wars? No, I mean, God, it's like as, as relevant as the war on drugs. You know, <laughs> who's, who's really, who's really arguing about their consoles anymore? I mean, PC there's always an uproar when it PC master race. <laughs> look, there's always an uproar when there's new consoles. Look, though. when, when you have the game companies themselves, Microsoft and Sony. You know, basically saying that this thing shouldn't exist, <laughs> then it shouldn't exist. Like, and now in the fact of like exclusivity isn't really going to be a major thing anymore. Like, mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, yes, like Microsoft may have like, you know, they may. There own... will always be first party games on the, only there, first party I don't consoles. I don't think that's there, true because I don't even think Nintendo. there's going to be consoles after this generation. Nintendo. Nintendo Carl, will oh Carl I like 75% agree with you. I think we're going to get at least one more one well, more run of consoles. Yeah, I was going to say that either this one is more. the last or there may be one more generation of consoles. And then after that, I mean the world of computing is changing. It's it's going to be an obsolete thing or or a console is going to be so small like is it a console or is it just something you plug into your TV? Yeah. Or your TV I mean, is I mean, the console. I mean, like, yeah, that, that's it. Like, essentially, yeah. everything is going is going to come down to either being streaming or just very, very compact, and yes. like that's all it's going to come down to. But the console wars in themselves, like, I know this has been a major joking factor for our podcast. It's been a major like factor for conversation, everything like that. Like, I mean, I think. I think they're dead. And one kind of nail in the coffin in that is the fact that we now finally have a game that is produced and developed by PlayStation releasing on the Xbox. Now, I know neither one of you guys really play sports games or anything like that, but mm. MLB The Show 21 is a game that is made by Sony Interactive Entertainment. It is. It's the best and only baseball game there is. Yes. Yeah, the official it license. It's literally the only license that is mm -hmm. MLB. Like MLB license, yeah. Yep. As of April, that game will be releasing on both the PlayStation and the Xbox. Like, there were, there will literally be an Xbox game. Like, you walk into GameStop and you pick up this game it's going to you know, be an xbox say playstation game. logo it's going to be an it. xbox and game with a green case and everything and it's going to have a playstation logo on it like yep. <laughs> it's the proverbial olive branch you know don't worry Honestly, i agree when with you bethesda, know, when bethesda is actually owned by microsoft <laughs> and they are the microsoft studio it's the same thing but baby. yeah they're no, not and maybe that is maybe because of all the backdoor stuff going on they knew of this prior you know they're working together so that's probably why, like, uh, them acquiring Bethesda, they're like, yeah, we're not going to be exclusive, because so, what's the point? 
so part of the reason that played into this happening wasn't so much of the fact of like the console wars are over and Sony and Microsoft are getting along. It's a fact that MLB the show has been like praised as being like one of the best baseball games of all time. Like Sony has gotten massive credit for making like the best baseball game that has come out. So much of the fact that the MLB Major League, Major League Baseball has come out and said, hey, <laughs> yeah, maybe this shouldn't be exclusive to Sony anymore. Like, we want this to be able to get into the hands of more people. Mm-hmm. So, combined with the fact of, like, you've got this whole thing now of, like, you know, Sony and Microsoft are kind of getting along, on top of, like, the MLB pressuring it to happen, this is the result. And I got to say, like, part of me used to love the whole, like, hey, I, it's only a PlayStation. I'm a PlayStation guy. Like, mm-hmm. infamous. <laughs> you know, you don't got that on Xbox. I have never <laughs> been that excited about any exclusives, although I do like the exclusives. I don't think, like, I mean, exclusives are necessarily a bad thing either. I, no, it's not. It's not. But, but I mean, it, like, it gets to a point where, like, what you're saying, being a fan of something, like, a little too hard. Yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah, to, yeah. I, I get used that. to feel the same way about Halo back in the day. Every time there was a new Halo, I'm like, mm-hmm. suck it, PlayStation. You'll never get the Master Chief. And then, honestly, and then I was just like, man, I don't even really like Halo. I, I love Halo, but, like, I, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I like, I like, I am, I'm, I, I, I love playstation because they serve like especially like what they you know as far as console exclusives they and got a just, lot of rpgs yeah like they serve me in a like lot. what i personally like as far as games go like i mean i have all the consoles i mean the only thing i don't own right now is a series x which Thanks. i mean once i am able to get one i'm gonna get one but <laughs> i've always you want been... my opinion on why playstation is so popular and it is because of what you're saying. It's the whole, what games they're putting out. The games yeah. they're putting out are games that are played by people who are lonely and sad and, and <laughs> Damn. don't have friends. And there's more of those people than there are people who have large groups of friends. All these sad little weebs that <laughs> want to play their sad or, RPG. <laughs> or, or. <laughs> That's just my opinion. <laughs> or. I like Xbox. Honestly, no, no. And. Like, I only like playing multiplayer, you know? I fall asleep when I play story modes in games. I get so tired. <laughs> uh, I just like playing with people. This episode just got dark. Yeah, <laughs> it did. And speaking of dark, Ashton, Yo. you have alerted me that Activision has some diversity issues going on right now. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I was interested about this. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ba- basically, it was a... Technically, it was a Blizzard in-house thing that happened, and basically they had like a, like a job conference or a job fair or whatever, and someone got interviewed and was like, "Hey, what's your real goal over here?" And they're like, "Basically, it's impossible to hire, like, ethically, I guess." And that was that was really what what he said. He was just like, "Nah, it's it's too hard to fill every position, like, equally, more or less." And it's like that doesn't even make sense. I'm sure you could fill the spots if you want to, but that is what the man said. I don't even know what to say. 
Yeah, I don't know what to say about that either. <laughs> it's not really that surprising because, uh, you know no, what's funny? With, with World of Warcraft, just recently with the newest expansions, they just added the fact that you can make your skin a little bit darker. They, I mean, and only playing as a human. I mean, but that that, that makes sense. Fair enough. Whatever. For, for, but for you some still roles, can't be black, though. You still, I mean, it's the features of a white guy. <laughs> All the hair. For, the for, the, for the most part, what <laughs> the man said basically breaks down like, not every position can be filled when you want to hire like diverse diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah right? Because yeah, yeah. I mean, not everyone will have the equal experience you're looking for. That yeah. like I get the idea, but when you phrase it like basically, nah, only white people could basically do these jobs. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you know, we found this one Indian guy that could do it, but I couldn't understand him, so. It's like, I'm sure if you look hard enough, you can fill any role with either a woman, a person of color, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. a white dude. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. A robot. I hate that term. So I do too, but that's the PC term, and we're on we're on Twitch, baby. Yeah, you gotta keep yeah, a PC whatever. here. I guess. I guess. I'm, I'm just gonna say nothing. Because remember, it includes like Indian people, Asian people, like it's oh the and non-whites, all the non-whites. <laughs> yeah. So in the world, we have whites and we have non-whites. <laughs> We have whites and we have people of color. It's like, what the fuck kind of generalization is that? <laughs> you know, uh, it's laundry. People are laundry. You know, being PC is racist. <laughs> I said it. We're all thinking it. You're not wrong, Carl. No. <laughs> Guys are making this podcast controversial. Uh, I'm sorry. I really hate that term. It's okay. It's perfect. It's a perfect segue. To the next topic, which is a controversy with our beloved electronic arts. What did EA do? Not EA. Not EA again. Don't no. say it's EA. It's, al- it's it. always fucking Not EA. You. <laughs> Not you, EA. EA. So EA has, yeah. EA has <laughs> right. officially announced that they will be bringing back college football games. Uh, those have not been around since 2013. You know and why? Because it's unethical. A- Ashton, do you care to elaborate? Oh, why is it unethical? Because did you know they don't pay any? They don't pay any college students anything. Thank you. Because there are students, Nothing. and the colleges make money, and the colleges are. It's basically. They can use their likeness. They can use their fucking likeness and not even here's, pay them. Here's the thing: the NCAA has recently you know, amended their rules and everything like that, where college athletes are allowed now to make money off of their own likeness and everything based off of their performance in sports or whatever they want to do. That's been amended like that. that, That's done. Like there's already athletes that are doing that right now in college. EA, however, has not proposed to pay any of the college football athletes for the game. EA, now that you don't have a, you don't have your legal shield anymore, but you're still scumbags. (laughs) Where's my money, EA? It's in our pockets. (laughs) You're supposed to give us money now. I'm like, like, sorry, spent. Like, you know, here's the thing. Like EA, when they. You know, when they got, you know, they they make they used to make NBA Live. Like, they seem to make it on and off every four years now for some reason. But 
A few years ago, they acquired the rights to NBA Jam. And they re-released a new version of NBA Jam on the PS3 and yeah, other, I played and it. Mobile. It was good, and it was really it. good. It was yeah. really really oh, the good. Mobile one? I'm like I'm like, why do you even no. bother with this college football shit and causing the drama with these college players? When give you me just get NFL, NFL blitz. blitz. Exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> Let's go. Exactly. Running up on walls and exactly. shit. Exactly. You, <laughs> you don't need real players. Make up Joe Schmo or whatever. Just NFL yeah. blitz. That's it. Fake, t- you know, use the XFL teams that have failed. Like two, I, two times I, in a row. here's the thing, <laughs> I like sports games when they're arcadey sports games. Yeah. Like yeah, all the yeah. Mario not, sports not games, the fun. Because no, fuck that. I just want to have fun doing cool sportsy shit. I'm yeah. the, I like sports ball, all right. I like sports ball, like all the guys. <laughs> I know the Super Bowl is happening this weekend. Yes. <laughs> Square Enix presents Blitzball 2021. That's what I'm saying. Come on with it. Let's go. I love sports ball. EA Sports will steal your fame. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I wish they still did the It's in the Game moniker, man. Oh, I wish they did, too. It was literally the only redeeming quality of EA. Because it makes sense because it is in the game. The game? No, I mean, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, EA, you know, for the most part, has been the best at making sports games. It's just what they've done to sports games has been. They got lazy. It's been a Because they didn't have competition. It's not that Competition's got, it's, important. It's, it's not that they necessarily got lazy. It's that they tried to take advantage of whales of their whales. <laughs> In case no. you don't know it, there whales is a term that means basically a gamer who has a lot of money that will spend it on your game. It's not even just that. It's they tried to take advantage of their soul community where it's like, okay, EA makes the best hockey game. They make the best football game. They make, I mean, you know, out of 75% of sports, like the best, I mean, right now, honestly, the best racing games and need for speed stuff. They tried to, they tried to take advantage of their community by doing all this extra pay for play bullshit. And that was like one of their major, like big downfalls. I mean, like even with with Star Wars and Battlefront. I mean, Battlefront Two when that first launched, that was a like ridiculous pay to win scheme. And oh yeah, yeah, they restructured a game. It was so bad. Yeah. Oh my god, it was it was ludicrous. So EA, oh. <laughs> EA EA as a game developer, they're not bad. It's the fact that they've tried they've taken advantage of their customers mm-hmm. is what's painted them in the bad light. So, like, I mean, Bill I... Cosby. <laughs> he ain't the Damn. Bill Cosby of the gaming world. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, take a sip of this game. It's like, uh, I feel funny. <laughs> Again, episode gets dark. <laughs> <laughs> EA just comes in your house, like reaching in your wallet, just taking your money. <laughs> it is super dark. <laughs> Sorry, it's relevant. It is relevant. Do you want to know why it's relevant? Because you know who investigates the dark? Who looks into the dark? Mediums. <gasps> Medium. That's right. Great segue. 
great segue, if I do say so myself. <laughs> the Medium, a game that was launched on PC in the Xbox. The Medium, Silent Hill 4 or 5, whatever <laughs> whatever the next Silent Hill would be. <laughs> they say that. Here's the, here's the thing. They made back all their development costs. It's like a week old, I think, now. Yeah, and so uh, that's really good. You yeah, that's great. Dev costs in a week. That's pretty fucking that's, impressive. Yeah, 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 that's good. And it, here's it the thing: like the reviews for it say it's very average. It's like I've seen gameplay of it. It's not very expressive. To say it's a Silent Hill game is laughable. <laughs> Shitting on Silent Hill. <laughs> like it's like oh, uh, like yeah, the guy who did the music. For Silent Hill did do the music for the medium and it's good music it I've listened to it, it it's deep and creepy it's like all the same hallmarks that the Silent Hill channel tracks had but it doesn't run well on PC it at any given time both worlds are loaded in at the same time on PC. Oh, meaning so it's all effects. It's yes, all oh, effects wait, wait, are always effects? a running. All shadows, everything. Everything is running at the same time. There that just is seems two like really bad optimization though. Yeah, it's 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 an ambitious thing. That's very games don't too do that ambitious. for a reason. It's too ambitious. Like games, games... have like the settings where like like in Call of Duty, for example, the world behind you is less rendered. Like, yeah, you exactly. don't see it because you're not looking at it. You shouldn't have to fully render a world that you're not looking at. You only need to render what's in front of you. I'm just yeah. I'm just really surprised that it did so well, honestly. Because, like, there's... I don't know. I wouldn't buy it, personally. Like, looking at it, I'm, like, super... Like, there's a weird thing that ghosts do where... Um, there's like no animations to ghosts. They have this weird invisible. Are you saying phasmophobia is better? Yes, I would say phasmophobia <laughs> is probably a much scarier game, but phasmophobia is terrifying. So yeah, it is. It is. It it's is. not fair. But like they, they it's just like they, they, they didn't have the experience for something like this, and I think that's an issue with a lot of modern games where they want to do more uh cyberpunk being an example yeah. also whereas it's like they are taking on way too much R.I.P. for what they uh should be honestly but mm. okay yeah. I mean, in all honesty, I didn't know anything about the game until you uh, you said something to me in the message, and I had to look it up, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, holy shit. Yeah. It was advertised <clears> at, uh, I want to say, E3 last year. Yeah, it was, but it didn't get, like, uh, it didn't get a lot of hype, I guess. It wasn't E3. It was, like, the the Xbox conference thing they there, did. There, conference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. vaguely hearing about the game, but I just didn't. Didn't know like anything. It, it had a great trailer, but like yeah, that's the not game saying, that's itself. Not, I haven't really watched gameplay. I, the trailer looks really sick, honestly. It, I, it makes it look there. Cool. All right, here's there's um, you, remember Crazy Taxi? Mm -hmm, love that. Right, you're driving around a city. You got like fucking offspring playing. You're having yeah, oh, a good yeah. time. Soundtrack right? was like the best part. <laughs> right, someone gets in your car. There's a little arrow over your head. Medium has that same arrow over your character's head. That's funny that you bring up that arrow and Crazy Taxi because uh, what we were talking about earlier um, with uh, the rights on that. What was it? Oh, I'm sorry. 
what is it? Nemesis? Nemesis, yes. Yeah. They compared they compared that whole lawsuit to the whole crazy taxi uh licensing rights. Um, saying that they were suing um the Simpsons game because of basically the same exact thing. They used the same arrow, but it wasn't just the arrow. They made it seem like it was just because of this arrow. It was a it was a, a slew of features that the Simpsons yeah. had kind of stolen from Crazy Taxi. But For um, those that don't know, Carl's referencing Warner Brothers is filing a copyright on the Nemesis system, something that was developed in the shadows of Mordor Games, which honestly is a super basic mechanic like there's nothing really special about it it's basically like you kill somebody or get killed and then that person who killed you or you killed comes back and they're slightly modified and stronger that's it i mean i think i think i had mentioned this earlier before we started recording like didn't they do this back in the remake of resident evil one about what feature like when you one. when you would kill certain zombies, they wouldn't actually stay dead. They would come back. They would come back. Yes, yeah. yes, that's true. They would come back as Crimson Head. Yeah, and they'd be stronger. And <laughs> for everyone that ever watched uh, my Resident Evil streams, I often mention the Crimson Head as being the in between of a zombie and a liquor. Eventually, all zombies turn into liquors. In case you don't know, in Resident Evil lore. I that's for you. Did not I didn't that know that either. That's yep. that's actually really cool because <laughs> I don't like Resident Evil. Ever and I, uh, the reason why is because it it fucking traumatized me when I was a kid. <laughs> I <laughs> love the Resident Evil games. Yeah, I do too. So <laughs> I mean, I probably would have if it wasn't like, and I love horror movies and stuff. You know that. Like I, I like, mm. and I used to hate horror movies. As a matter of fact, the thing that made me love horror movies was hanging out with you, Ashton. Uh, back when uh, you used to live over on Yates, I would come over yeah. to your house and like we would just like like hang out and watch horror movies, and I hated it. I was just like, oh my god, this movie's too scary. <laughs> this is too much. But then after a while, it grew on me, and now yeah, I love yeah, horror you get movies. used to it. You desensitize so, yourself. Exactly. To horror. But before before I was desensitized, uh, my brother and I were playing Resident Evil. I had to be like twelve, maybe eleven, twelve years old, and um. Uh, I, I think it was Resident Evil 1 or 2, but it was like Biohazard, the Japanese version. So, yes, yes, yes. So somehow a little worse. <laughs> and I think it was Resident Evil 2 is a scene where you're going through the police station and these hands burst through the window. Yes. Like, it scared me so much. I literally jumped out of my seat. My foot caught on the controller wire. Remember those controller wires? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it just ripped the PlayStation down off of the entertainment stand. And then I was like, that, I was like, yep, that's the last time I'm ever playing Resident Evil. And <laughs> I basically haven't played it since. I've tried playing Dead Space. I mean, There's another one. I mean, Resident Evil's more or less become, like, unless you play like the new first person ones, Resident Evil's become more of an action game action, than a horror yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> The no. remakes. The remakes are... See, they re-horrify. They add I more horror. To I them. have not played through the remakes. So my, my last leave-off on Resident Evil was like... Resident Evil Six. So <laughs> I would I would say Resident Evil Four still has some horror into it, but it is the start of the action game, and yeah. then all the way up to Six. Four. Yes. Four didn't scare me at all. Oh, there are some creepy. There's regenerators, right? You know where you have to scope them out and shoot that fucking like glowy bit where it's like there's a worm in them. 
Mm-hmm. If you don't, they keep coming back to you, and they're shaking, and they like have spikes that come. Those things doing the Harlem freak. Yeah. So that's all I got for gaming stuff. You guys got anything to add? I like video games. I like turtles. <laughs> I was gonna say I like turtles. <laughs> um, and birds are not real. I mean, come birds. on, wake up. Birds are not real. <laughs> Carl, wake you're the up. black Charlie. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that one. <laughs> as long as I don't have to do Charlie work, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with being black Charlie. <laughs> birds. Not real. <laughs> that was a pretty good Charlie. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Been practicing in the mirror. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for It's Always Sunny. So. <laughs> oh, same here, same here. I remember when I did not like that show because apparently I... Had watched the first season and didn't realize it got so much better after that. <laughs> yeah, that like, first season is kind of... It's rough. It's it, rough. Yeah, it's rough. They didn't I get mean, the come yet. on. It's, come on. You, you don't think Dumpster Baby is the best episode ever? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no. That is definitely tops. It's up there. It's up there. But I don't know. Any episode where Dee and uh, Dennis smoke crack are... They're, they're, they're like just yeah. up there for me. Because yeah. They're the best when they're high on crack. <laughs> Well, while we're on the subject of entertainment, we might as well roll into our entertainment section of the show, guys. So uh, nice segues, nice segues all around. Yeah, yeah this is this is, this actually actually has been pretty pretty good so far. You know what um, was a bad segue? The owner of uh, the guy, the creator of Segway, died on a Segway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> true story. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like legitly. I know, I know. Listeners can't see this, but right now, <laughs> <laughs> like now, that's a bad segue. <laughs> like, uh, like mind. Da 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 da. Entertainment. Entertainment. Da 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 da. So, the moon isn't real. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> so I, I have not been watching a lot. Uh, I know on our last episode, I kind of recapped my complete disappointment with the man in the high castle. Uh, yes. It, uh, ever since then, um, my girlfriend and I have been like really, really deep into the Clone Wars. But we are watching the Clone Wars in chronological order. So, like, all the episodes jump around like crazy. Like, sometimes you watch an episode from season one in the middle of season three. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, we are just about finished with all of the Clone Wars. Yeah! Clone yeah. Wars! Um, yeah, like, she, for, you know, like, this I, I, This is why I love my lady. She was just like, hey, like, after watching The Mandalorian, she's like, I, I want to know what's going on. So, like, she didn't understand, like, what was going on with, like, the Darksaber or anything like that. So, I was like, well, we got to watch Clone Wars and Rebels then. <laughs> oh, also, real quick, segue. I saw this in an article. 
The actress that plays Bo-Katan and the Mandalorian at one point thought she was going to lose her job to Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Yeah, I saw that too. And I'm like, that would have been cool to see Scarlett. Scar- that would have been pretty it, it would have been, yeah, it been cool. And it's funny that you say that um, because like, even though, you know, Scar Joe isn't in this or anything like that, but I, I haven't, I have not watched any of WandaVision yet. I'm like, oh, uh, oh man! I, I was to, actually going to bring up Wandavision and say that should have that's, been in our. That's in our, yeah. That's that's in our talk. That's uh, our. That's oh, what we're is? talking about. Yeah, because uh, it's wait, in my slot. Wait, wait, it's it's in your entertainment slot. Yeah. Well, don't uh, spoil before, anything for me, please. I won't. I won't. Okay, yeah, I'll just talk, talk about, about vague terms. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just vague know. Terms. I just know that they had like announced that there was going to be like a major thing like luke skywalker showing up in mando happening in wandavision i can see that yeah that was that was all that i knew about so but i i will let you guys continue all right so now that we're just talking about wandavision me and carl actually experienced the whole show together from like start to end most for the most part is is it is it over now no no not even no No, we're halfway through there's gonna be eight episodes where at episode four. four yeah. Yes. Wait, o- only only at episode four? Because I thought I thought they launched with three episodes. No, uh, two. there was two. Two. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Mando that launched with three episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm I think me and Carl share this opinion. It is rough. If you're oh, not into the gimmick, at first, it is hard Wait, no, no. to how really about, see the this? value. How about let's let's just put it in this term. Like, if you're there for like the marvel movie comic book movie action yeah it's not there it's not there for a couple episodes there in the beginning matter of fact the entire first episode is just this big gimmicky thing and it's it just gets no traction no traction you're not you're not there for it there (laughs) there is stuff in the episode where if you are paying attention and you are looking for the marvel stuff and yeah i'll say that for, for you Corey. once you start watching it the first episode, it just seems like a bunch of nonsense bullshit. I mean, and honestly, it really is. It really is. It's but written like an old show. Everything. It's pay written. To yeah. The writing isn't up. Thing in that episode because it all starts to make sense later on. <laughs> like it, um, it's 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 set. The basic theme, if everyone, I think it knows this though. It's like it's kind of set like a TV sitcom, yeah. uh, sitcoms, sitcom. right? Yeah. yeah. So each episode is kind of written like that ages. But a homage to a different show. A different, so, like, the writing decade. isn't really that good. It's like hokey jokes, like, oh, yeah, it's, oh it's like I'm from Europe. On purpose, though. Whoa. Quirky, <laughs> yeah. 50 humor, and it's not good. No. It's, it's, it and really falls once flat. Once you get to the second episode, it doesn't get better. It's, just, it's like the after credits on the first episode, you're like, whoa, this is building up something crazy. Second episode starts, and you're just like, oh, wow, this is still the same bullshit. But then, yeah. like, kind of, like, midway it, through it, the second it, it episode... It eases up. It eases it's, up. Yeah, it gives you more Marvel the stuff. And then, like, like, I don't know, there was one point where he said some corny-ass joke. I started laughing, and then I start paying attention. And then I'm, like, on the edge of my seat, and I'm like, whoa. This By the end crazy. of the second episode... And this is why I think both of these episodes are released. Because I think they felt that the first episode the would first have been one, a dumb. Oh, it would, like, no, no one would watch it. it. Yeah, like, guaranteed. Because I've had this conversation with, like, uh, some of my online friends that I play D&D with. They're like, it wasn't what I signed up for, but it does get yeah, a lot no. better. 
So. Yeah. I'll, we'll but just leave it at that. I it, was, it gets, I'm upset. Yeah, I like the se- the it. second episode love, 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 two's love. over, you are invested. Mm-hmm. But you it, it you have to get there. And here's another thing, too. It's like 30 episodes, but the episodes are actually like 22 minutes or something and like eight minutes of credits. Just oh, like. no, the first episode was like that. And that's not even a joke. That is not an exaggeration of the number by like, any means at like all. There is, it is literally Like a third of, of the time slot because, is credits. It's credits. It's because the credits are not just the American credits. They're it's like the other international ones. Yeah. And, and they're not fast. They don't so, do speed credits so it's at like, all. So it's like any Netflix original series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you stay to watch credits after Netflix. You're like, like, is there going to be a post-credit <laughs> scene? Yeah. There's no post-credit scene. Just There's once like, the credits were, stop. There were post-credit credits. Like, that That was real. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't expect much. Yeah, no. At least the first episode is easy to digest. No, we, we'll probably start watching that once we're, like, she's... <laughs> She's pretty committed right now to us, like actually watching Star Wars, like mm-hmm. everything from beginning to end. And so, once we finish Clone Wars, we're gonna move on to Episode Three. Oh, and I'm then... with it. Oh, you guys are going through the whole thing. Oh, like I'm no, like like it. we're even gonna sit down and play Fallen Order together. Are you guys okay. actually doing everything in chronological order? Yes. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's actually cool. really amazing. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, like she. Like when when her and I first got together, she had never seen Star Wars, like none of it. She had never seen it, and she's a big Harry Potter fan. And so like like I was like, all right, well maybe maybe you'll get that. I mean, it's basically about space wizards, so yep. like <laughs> you know. And you know, she fell in love with the Mandalorian. Like that was the show that like she like her and I watched all the movies because like her and I first got together before rise of Skywalker came out. Mm-hmm. So like, I like, I wanted to take her to go see rise of Skywalker, but like, I couldn't take her to see that movie without seeing the other movies first. So like we ran through all the movies really quickly, but I don't feel like she really like gained an appreciation for the storyline. And she herself, like even admitted that like, you know, she really didn't really fully grasp what was going on. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so like she like really wanted to go like then watch starting watching the Mandalorian she fell in love with Mando, and wanted to I really mean, who didn't yeah I mean that's yeah. the thing I'm, so. I share in that same opinion because obviously we did episode ten the Star Wars episode mm-hmm. and like and everything outside the movies is so good that like the movies suck oh the movies were the worst like the the, like, the newest trilogy you're talking about. I'm talking about like, as a whole, all the movies a, oh, comparatively to the to rest. All the other stuff, yeah, the movies like, they are, are bad. Trash I mean, compared to everything I mean, that's else. that's why I'm just like Disney just needs to hand Star Wars to John Favreau and Dave Filoni. And that's, what like, <laughs> that's what I said. That's what I said. You don't it, need outside directors. You don't need nope. anybody else. Just, just let, give it just to them. Let them do it. <laughs> yeah, because they're obviously better at it. They obviously have more appreciation of the story and the lore. Like so, even more than george lucas <laughs> so it, it's it, it's funny because i um, i watched uh the star wars galleries on disney plus there where mm-hmm. they actually do like the whole behind the scenes of them making mandalorian and stuff like yeah. that yeah, yeah. and dave filoni was like it was funny how he actually even got involved with working with star wars first off 
before he even started working on the Clone Wars, he was like a major Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. And not even of just like the the movies, but of like the um expanded universe as well. Like the books, everything. Like he was a major fan of. And at the time he was working on Avatar, The Last Airbender on Nickelodeon. Like that's that was like his show that really got him on the map. Oh, I love, I that love show, Avatar. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Totally about it. (laughs) So he got a call from a Lucasfilm at the time about them developing the new Clone Wars series for Cartoon Network. And he thought it was the SpongeBob people pranking him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, man. I love Hollywood. Like, guys. Like, come on, guys. (laughs) Is Squidward there? Did he put you up there? SpongeBob. SpongeBob. So, like, you know, like, there was a chance that, like, we wouldn't even have gotten Filoni had, like, things not worked out. But when the Clone Wars first came out, I really didn't pay it much attention because, like, I was such a Star Wars movie elitist that I was like, oh, this is just something that's trying to capitalize on the Star Wars name and stuff. And I finally watched it, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, fully through up until like when they would, they did season seven on Disney plus. Um, and it was like, wow, like, like, this is amazing how good this is. Like clone wars as a whole is better than the entire prequel trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Cause you like Anakin <laughs> crazy that you would like your protagonist. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there's there's a fact that Anakin is a much more likable character in the Clone Wars, but I think he's understandable. I think them just even building the pieces that eventually lead up to everything that happened, even in like you know the OG trilogy and what's happening now, like it was just maybe a probably a few episodes ago that Katie and I watched the one where it's the Jedi younglings and they're going after their, their crystals for their lightsabers. Yeah. I know that episode. And they're on Ilum. Yep. Which is the planet, which is the planet that you eventually go to and fall in order, which is the planet that eventually becomes the fucking star killer base in a fucking, whatever that bullshit is called. Force awakens. Force awakens. There you go. I was going to say force unleashed, but that was what the last one. I don't even know. Those are games. Yeah. That's a game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like those games. So this is where I like really have to give credit to Disney right now is they are tying in the television and film franchise in with their games, comics, movie, mm-hmm. or games, comics, They're books. They're canonizing everything. Like, so, and, and this is actually kind of like one of the subjects I wanted to get into on our, the, our entertainment section here is I have been like really taking in the books lately reading and listening to them on audiobook i have gone through the entire thrawn trilogy i have gone through the tarkin books i have done master and apprentice which was the storyline of um obi-wan and qui-gon jinn like before the phantom menace um like i've gone through so many books and 
what Disney has done now to pull stuff from those books and bring it into their shows into the movies has made me appreciate what they have done more now because like honestly Force Awakens was good I like and and I know I like Force Awakens. I, and and I know I'm I'm a minority in this in this group or maybe not in this group yeah, but yeah, in this but group. in <laughs> but but in general but I I am a minority in this group. <laughs> um, but as a Star Wars fan, I absolutely loved The Last Jedi. As a moviegoer, I absolutely hate that movie. It's a bad movie overall. It's not even it's a bad Star Wars. And Rise of Skywalker excited me, but lost me completely. I liked it. Because you wait, wait, you like Rise of Skywalker, but you it's didn't. fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Well, hold here's on, here's it. I'll explain it to you right now. I like number nine because it tries to pick up what I liked about number seven. What was and that? it's that's it. That was it. It was like the the Snoke stuff, like where the the like. It, he tried uh, to pull it back. He tried to pull back everything the eighth movie tried to like be like, no, we're not doing this. And I was like, okay, fine. I like, because that's, that's why I don't like number eight, because I feel like there was a lot of buildup in seven that's not paid off and just thrown away. Well, the problem that I have with basically all of Disney's like sequel trilogy is what it's being called, mm -hmm. is it... It had a lot of stuff where it brought back all of our favorites and, and like it did a lot of it new things. Killed like... them. <laughs> the problem the problem was is it left me with a shit ton of questions. And that's not even just like from Rise of Skywalker. That's going from The Force Awakens as well. You know, me being a deep avid Star Wars fan, I had a lot of questions for these movies of like where did some of these characters come from? Who's the First Order? Where did the Resistance come from? Why is there a map to Luke Skywalker? Like, all of this stuff, like, I had I had a lot of questions for. And it angered me that I didn't get answers for these questions throughout the following movies. What I'm happy about is that I'm getting answers for these questions with the follow-up content that Disney is producing. Here, sorry, also, sorry. here's I'm another. Watch, I'm watching Ashton over here play with his hands, and I was just going to message him and be like, yo, you got the tism? You got a little bit of tism, my boy? <laughs> I got the tism, boy. I'm like trying to like listen to Corey, and I'm just like watching. I was like, what? Well, he here's the thing. I know I'm not looking at the camera. I'm no, listening I know, to I Corey talk. <laughs> and I'm looking at the camera and listening, and I was like, maybe I should just like get this pull out of my face. And that's why I just started laughing. <laughs> But I was going to say, a big error also, I feel like, with sequel trilogy, you should have had a director for the whole trilogy. Mm -hmm, I mean, I mm -hmm. agree with that. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. I mean... Yeah. That was the biggest mistake. Honestly, That if that was different, I'm sure it would have ended up, you know, perfectly fine. I, as a, just been I, liked, I liked the concept that they had of bringing on a different director for each one. But there should that, have been an overarching dude, not like a Kevin Foggy. Like like they should have been trilogy. right. Like they should have been collaborating in some way, yeah, not just being that. like, not just being like, okay, like 
here's the notes the guy from before left over. Like, Fuck have it. fun. <laughs> Get things out of there. We are doing Bombs this my in way. Space. <laughs> yeah, bombs dropping in space with gravity and no oxygen, and people will be standing in the bomb bays. And, like, I mean, yes, the, this all the, makes the, sense. The one thing, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I love JJ, and I, you know, I like what he did with Force Awakens, and I'll give him credit for what he did with Rise of Skywalker. I will say this. After reading like the the basic like kind of like summary of Colin Trevorrow's script of the final Star Wars movie, I wish we would have gotten that. Like because that script seemed really fucking awesome. Okay. Um, but you know, I like it is what it is. I I, I think I just can, can just say that I appreciate what Disney is doing right now to build off of that and trying to connect the dots of like what led us up to this point of the like, madness <laughs> like and, and that's what i'm going back to like the books that i've read like you know like ashton and i have talked about this in previous episodes like i loved the aftermath books absolutely loved them they were so good like they were the perfect connecting point between return of the jedi and force awakens because luke skywalker han solo Princess Leia, all of them were minor characters in those books, but Word. all the characters that they brought into those played major, major events into what happened in the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and like you know, and now we're getting like little little hints in Mando of like where Snoke came from and stuff like that. So like where I was originally angry with Disney of like creating this whole new trilogy where you've created more questions than you have had answers. Mm -hmm. I also appreciate that too. Now I'm liking that they did that on purpose so that they could actually create more content to really build upon the story. And like, this goes beyond like even just like the aftermath trilogy of books, like this goes into like their, their television series and stuff now, like rebels and stuff. Rebels, Mm -hmm. When I first saw Rebels, the first episode, I was like, oh, my God, no, no, no. This is, like, complete super Disney-fied Star Wars. It's it's super rush feeling. Like, yeah. it feels and like, oddly edited. That's what the real issue is. It does. And But then Rebels, as it starts to build, is, like, it's, it's just as good as Clone Wars. And mainly because you've got Filoni at the helm of Rebels as well. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, like, you get Darth Maul's story concluded in Rebels. And, like, just everything that they did to, one, build upon how the Rebel Alliance really came to be and were able to succeed against the Empire, but they also found a way to actually keep the Jedi alive. Not just the fact of like, okay, you're like, yeah, we've got Luke Skywalker, but if you really want this like universe to be something you can build upon and expand upon, there's got to be more than just Luke. Like, there's got to be more than one family or two right. families. <laughs> yeah, two major families in the entire galaxy. <laughs> galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> so now, what I love what Disney is doing is the Ahsoka series is going to be a direct sequel to rebels 
because they I mean oh is it i yes. didn't even know they were doing that that's actually really good see now well, i gotta catch up with rebels well here's here's the thing uh, like carl you watched mando right mm, yeah yeah of course. okay so when she was fighting the magistrate and she was like where is he where is grand admiral thrawn mm-hmm. that's where rebels left off thrawn and ezra disappeared into like the void of hyperspace that's fire that's super fire that they're actually just fucking putting those stories together like that like what the fuck yeah (laughs) that's actually so cool so like rebels rebels ended like the very last episode was like okay they disappear off thrawn and ezra disappear onto hyperspace with the fucking space whales and then all of a sudden they flash forward to the events of Return of the Jedi and those characters celebrating upon the the second Death Star being destroyed. Mm-hmm. But then Sabine, it's fucking weird. Uh, Sabine <laughs> and friggin' um, Hera are like, look, we need to find Ezra. And that's where Rebels left off. And I'm sorry, Ahsoka was part of that too. It was Ahsoka, Sabine, and Hera were like, we need to find Ezra. And that's where Rebels ended. And now Ahsoka here in Mandalorian is like, okay, where is Thrawn? Because Thrawn was with Ezra when that shit all happened. So, and apparently the Empire knows where Thrawn is. So, (laughs) so like, I like what Disney is doing right now to really build upon what they've done. So it's like, I was pissed off at them for creating all these questions, but I love what they're doing to answer them. And I mean, even, even the Thrawn trilogy that I just got done uh, listening to in the audiobooks there even calls back to like events in rebels mm-hmm. and like, it's awesome. Like it's just so good. Um, the book I'm on right now is actually called Lords of the Sith, which is actually the storyline of Palpatine and Vader um, after the events of Revenge of the Sith, like the like the stuff that they went on to basically establish the order of the Empire. Yeah. So, but I've probably done about eight books in the last few months now, and like all the books have been awesome and like back in the day like in high school and stuff when i was a really avid star wars fan and i was a big fan of the expanded universe all the books and everything like that i was angry when disney was originally saying like oh that doesn't count anymore like that's not canon anymore yeah (laughs) i was angry at first i'm happy with the content they produce so far. Um, mainly because some of the stuff from the legend, what they call legends books, um, they've actually kept, especially when it comes to Thrawn. And they even brought the original author back, Timothy Zahn, who wrote the original Thrawn books to write the new ones for Disney. So as much as I hated Disney for a while for what they did with the star Wars, you know, quote unquote canon, I do like that they they intentionally created these questions so that they could build more off of it. Well, that's Be- yeah, they didn't they didn't want to overlap. <laughs> that's the, basically <laughs> the one area where I feel like things are a little testy right now is the fact of like they created all these questions based around characters that have already existed in the Star Wars universe. Yes, they've created new ones along the way, but everything is tied back to these initial characters that are in the universe already. And I like that they are building upon even these minor, minor characters that are in in the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. The new thing they're doing right now is this High Republic series. 
and where they're trying to tell a story of 200 years before the prequel series. And it's a whole new era because it's it's before the prequels, but it's after like Kotor and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're but... trying they're trying to tell like this whole new era of of like, you know, storyline with new characters and now they've just recently introduced that like Yoda is in it and stuff like that yeah. because Do Yoda... we know uh, what the like main subject is going to be of this or of the High Republic? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, is it just I a... mean so far from what I've I've read and I've listened to is it's basically just like okay like it's kind of like a like King Arthur King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table mm-hmm. okay. and like the Jedi are all like the Knights of the Round Table and they're going off on all trying these trying to build their order basically yeah like they're all going off on these crazy space adventures and stuff like that like, that sounds the, cool like, that does sound cool yeah like there isn't any like like major Sith no wars no no, no yeah no there yeah, isn't no any major war strike. like it like literally it's just it's like there are like hundreds hundreds of jedi, jedi bounty hunters <laughs> like jedi bounty hunters is that what i'm hearing uh, <laughs> no, like it's li- like it's honestly it's all just basically like hundreds of jedi all going off on these crazy space adventures like yeah, that's okay that's all it is so jedi far. adventure time <laughs> and yoda shows up in it and yoda is like I think he's like 400 something I'd years say he'd old. Probably be three, 400 years <clears throat> old around that time. And it's actually like, think of, think of like when Qui Gon and Obi Wan were going off on their missions together. Mm-hmm. That's what these storylines are about. It's Yoda and his his yeah, his Padawan. It's his Padawan are going off on missions together and doing stuff and everything like that. So it's it's, it's 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 pre Council Yoda. So yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder what they're gonna do with his before he was all old and bad. Yeah, I wonder if his speech is gonna be different, or will they like have it be like that's just something that happens to old, old people. <laughs> it's so not like Gorgu. It's you know it's, says anything besides. so i mean as much as i've had my indifferences with disney and what they've done with star wars so far i'm i'm liking what they're coming out with currently but um, i feel you but yeah i mean outside of star wars uh the only other thing that i've really watched has been i actually kind of walked into this show um my girlfriend is a big fan of like period piece like shows and movies and stuff like that like uh, abby's abby's down down abby's thank you like (laughs) yeah but i mean like like you know like this it doesn't matter like the period like as long as it's not this period (laughs) it's like right now right now currently uh, i actually just discovered like last night she was watching is this show called versailles you know which is about you know versailles in france and everything like Mm -hmm. that um but before that she started watching this show called rain and when I think rain, rain is good. When, yeah. I, when I think rain, I just think of the dragon movie with fucking Matthew McConaughey <laughs> and freaking Christian Bale. You're talking about Queen Mary. You're talking about the Queen Mary show, Rain, right? Yes. Right? Yes, I am. I was uh, obsessed with that show when it was uh when it was actually live. Yeah, when I was on when it was on CW. Yes, when it was on CW because I'm a CW nerd. I just love their their cheesy ass shows. But no, so, rain is that shit. 
That so show is so great. I got I got hooked on it. Like I'm sitting here, I'm like, like this is such a CW drama, but it is. Like, but it's, it's like good. it's it, it's somewhat historically historically accurate. A little and, bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, they added some people and some things and stuff like that. But overall, I'm like, hmm, like. You, you, I have you, so many fun like, memories of like, that like, show. Like, you kind of you, you kind of hooked me here, like so. So I Go was, on. it was, it was interesting because like I didn't know anything about Queen Mary of Scots or anything like that, or, or yeah. like her her impact on history or anything. And I was like, wow, this is, this is this yep. is pretty major. And it's like it's like Game of Thrones Junior. Like there's it there's is. sex yeah. and there's murder. I mean, just not on a Game of Thrones scale, right? But it's there. Yep. Yep, I love sex and murder. Yeah, murder sex. I mean, a lot, a lot of crazy shit. That show is really good. I was wondering when I saw that in the notes, rain. I was like, oh, I thought it was like the the. There's a game rain that I I uh, saw recently, but it wasn't that. And I was like, I wonder if he's talking about the show rain. And I was like, as soon as he started talking about period pieces, I was like, oh shit, yes, it is that rain. Carl, all I gotta say is through that show, the smartest fucking person with cat was Catherine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One thousand <laughs> percent. Oh my she god. She fucking outlived everybody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. She did. Um, she did some of the shadiest shit, but outlived everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shit. That's the shit that kept her alive. Fuck. That show is so crazy. So off the rails. I'm. Man. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm glad you're on right now, so you know exactly what I'm talking about with that show. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't watch period pieces. Myself. I don't watch period pieces either. Honestly, I really don't like my my big thing. What I love more than anything is space. If it, like space mm-hmm. and fantasy, but space is my number one jam. If it's a movie and it involves space, I am all about it. Like even a movie like Gravity, which is literally like local space, but it's still fucking gripping. Gravity I love was it. awesome. Gravity was awesome. No, Gravity had my heart in my throat like the entire time. Dude, it was such a I, great movie. when Gravity first came out was when I got my my Samsung fucking 3D two thousand dollar tv with the fucking battery powered 3d glasses oh the 3d glasses yeah <laughs> i remember watching gravity on that i was like oh shit <laughs> yeah no that's like i don't know i i love shit like that but but rain like that's just a good show i it mean was. it doesn't even it matter was. about it was, the when i first walked in on it it was like it was my, my girlfriend was watching it mm-hmm. and it was like a conversation between Mary and like hit her, 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 like, you know, g- g- group of girls. Her that consorts. She had. Yeah, yes, her, yeah. Her consorts there. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh God, what is this? Like, cause it just, it like, I'm like, Oh my God, this, this screams CW drama right now. <laughs> like you can tell, you can smell but, it in but, the room. But then they started, but then they actually started diving into the real historical stuff. And then like some of the, some of the cunning and planning and shit like that, like, Oh, oh, that's actually really good writing. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I was, I was, I was impressed. I got one more since you just brought up C. Like you're bringing up the CW writing, and like, like you can just tell a CW show. But there's another one that really got me, and I was surprised to find out that it's still on. Have you guys seen uh, the 100? No, no, no. The, the, it, you know, so that's always popped up on my Netflix to actually like Same. recommend it for me to watch. It's another show I see it I've all been watching time. since season one, and I loved it right away. Starting off with season one, the whole concept of it is amazing. It's like a hundred people disappear. Is that no, that no, one? no, 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 no. It's basically like the the story is there's a colony of people living in in a space station orbiting Earth because 
fucking we did it humans ruined the fucking earth <laughs> they don't really go through what caused the end of the world but you know the earth is irradiated so wally so, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 one thousand percent. It starts off as live action Wally. So oh, here's the one hundred bit. The the one hundred is so living out in space. You know, everything has to be taken super seriously because like you're living in a space station. It's not like Earth. You, you can't break the rules and have no repercussions. So stealing the crime of theft, like or actually all crimes are punishable by death. <laughs> like literally all crimes including the crime of being born when you're only supposed to have one child if you're a second oh. child you're <laughs> so yeah yeah so oh. there's a hundred kids that like instead of giving them the death sentence they're like you know what we're gonna send them down on the pod it's been so many years like uh we're gonna we want to see if the earth is uh, habitable so they send these hundred kids down to the earth basically sending them to their death like you know what they're, they're on a death sentence they're either gonna die or the earth is habitable which would be, which would be cool so they send them down, and that's how it all starts. The Earth is habitable, um, has always been. <laughs> like it, it gets so wild. I like I don't want to like throw out spoilers, but I just want to put out there. By the time season four, or I think maybe five happens, they're on another fucking planet. This show gets so wild. <laughs> like, it's insane. I've, it takes I've a always... turn where you do not expect it. It's it's. Guess what wild. I'm watching on Netflix I, I now. I was gonna say I've I've been intrigued to 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 watch it, so that that one's gonna be an add to the list for sure. Oh yeah, it's a great watch, great watch. I mean, if you like sci-fi shit, that's the show. And I mean, it's sci-fi, it's tribal, like it's it's got all the fucking shit. It's got everything in it. It's, it's got incredible. all the bits. It's got the love, the love stories in there. Fucking like badass characters, pussy characters, everybody's there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't have much for entertainment this week besides my Star Wars shit and my, my little obsession with rain here. So, uh, Ashton, what do you got, bro? I am rewatching Kill the Kill. And mm-hmm. that's really all I got going on besides, like, say, WandaVision. I did watch Soul, which is on Disney Plus as like, well. Like, like the Disney Pixar movie, Soul? Yes. I, yes. Oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. I have not. I have not seen it yet. I know my Solid kids watched movie. it, but I haven't seen it's, it yet. It's Solid good. Movie. It's all right. Yeah. It's I've, not like like crazy best Disney Pixar movie. Nah. Ever. Yeah. But like, was, but it's it's nice. It's nice. That, it's like, simple. Like the Disney Fun ended movie. up doing like they, 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 I forgot what they did, but they did something as like, kind of a. I don't know if they fired him or what they did, but like they were upset with the director of Soul or whatever. So yeah, but, there's some controversy about yeah. it. I know that much. Yep. Um, besides that, also now having Disney Plus, I decided, hey, I would go back and do a little watch experiment. So I watched The Lion King, and then I watched The Lion King. Oh, you uh, watched so the animated and the live about action. On the second one was the live action. <laughs> Yes. So the first one where I'm like, yay. The second one where I'm like, why the fuck? It's not even live action. There's still CG. Why it's CG, are we calling- but uh, and it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's, it's so, so bad. bad. Like the the level of expression of the characters, like a lot of what, like the, the voice acting, great in The Lion King, the, sec- the CG live action one. Mm-hmm. The emotion on the characters, not at all. They feel very dry, very tame. Yeah, I get it, they're animals, but you're already making them talk. 
So you know, you one know. thing I didn't like about it too is like I mean I know it's the new generation and everything it gotta conform to to whatever the standards are. Yeah. But yeah. they threw in this one little bit <laughs> with the Timon and Pumbaa thing when they called him a, a fat pig. Yeah. And the whole body shaming like, bit. I'm like, yeah, bro, leave the like, movie uh, as it is. Like Jesus yeah. Christ. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do they do that in the first one. Like the original, yeah, call, but they it's, them, but yeah. they don't make it like a thing, like body positivity. Yeah. And yeah, like that's... the joke falls flat. It like, yeah. it yep, doesn't yep, feel yep. good. I think they changed uh, a couple of songs in the movie. Too, they did. They took out, they they took did. out some songs. They just... shortened some songs. There's like a song that was missing and like, and I just feel like oh. overall they got rid of the whole Disney has a history of having very dark tones to their even their their happiest movies you know like, yeah, yeah, yeah and i just feel like they just tried to make this movie too just like i don't know just because eh. there's blood and stuff in it there there is a scene where you see scar and he's eating something he's got blood on him okay and you're like so, okay so so right there that you mentioned that ashton carl was it you that shared the video of the, the yes 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 scar that's actually kind of oh, the where he's a carnivore yes, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah 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 where, where he's a cannibal and he's yes eat. because yeah. lions yeah. have no predators but lions will eat other lions yes. and he had a skull that looked suspiciously like a lion's skull. I remember I, when you when you first shared that I was like what <laughs> yeah. like well this just opened like, my eyes a lot of the imagery changes example there's the Nazi like martial <laughs> in the original the with the hyenas the hyenas with the like hyenas the you know yes, yeah. yes, yes not at all in the new one like yeah, it yeah. is like the song feels very flat nothing's really happening when scar gets eaten like it's like you see all these very vivid shadows in the original yeah they're shadows but like it just like kind of fades off and it's just it just doesn't feel like they trying cared. to create a more sensitized uh, generation you know yeah it's just <laughs> Cause, like, like what we grew up on uh the internet starting off in uh decapitation videos and stuff uh, by breakfast and <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, yeah. so i think the next experiment i'm going to do like sometime either within the next podcast from now i'm gonna watch the aladdins and compare them Mm-hmm. And Another then bad, bad movie. Which yeah, and then eventually I'll do like sad, Beauty yeah. and the Beast if it's on there. Mulan. I actually you like know? that. <laughs> I, I like yeah. Beauty and the Beast, but I watched a video recently. This guy is like a voice coach, and he was talking about Beauty and the Beast being a movie that like people who are like into the voice and the, the music industry and everything, they're saying how terrible it was because of Emma Watson them. can't sing. Well, not it's, Emma, what, Emma. it's what they did. It's they they did lip syncing. And they also put in tracks of them singing, like live, actual singing on the set. Oh. They tried to do a mix of the two, which caused like this whole fucking like not lining up with the the tracks. Like, so uh. it's something you don't notice if you're just watching a movie. But if you, I'm gonna keep an eye out for it. You're just like, oh wow, this is like not good. <laughs> but I think that's it. And uh, I'm gonna say, uh, I think it's about time we start wrapping up. We've been streaming for some time. We got a lot of stuff on record. It's crazy, and it's my week for Two Truths and a Lie. It is indeed. So, sometimes you're like, I love video games. And other times you're like, fuck paying for video games. (laughs) So you're like, hey, I'm going to just pirate and hack my stuff so I could do it. Like me, a huge 
like a criminal scumbag. Yep. <laughs> so I have hacked my Vita. I have hacked my 3DS. And I have hacked my PS3. Which one is a lie? I guess you'll have to find out next time. And you'll also find out my last two truths and a lie next time as well. Hey, what's up? Do you know which one I've hacked, guys? Can you guess? Um, so, yeah. I know your Vita. You definitely did. I 100% know that's true. Well, Carl can't participate yet. <laughs> it's for the listeners, man. It's for the listeners, but I did ask him. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. So, um, yeah. Anybody, make sure, if you want to, post up on our social media what you think the answer is. One truth, one lie, a maybe. Maybe? Maybe he did it. But, Maybe uh, he didn't. Coming up on episode 17, we will have the answer for Ashton's current two truths and a lie. And past. his answer from episode 14 of the lost episodes. It's so, exciting. It's so exciting if you haven't time. listened to those yet, please go check them out. They're available on Ashton. <gasps> Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Audible, wherever you listen to your podcast. That's right. Also, you you could check me out. We'll be launching our Hype Jutsu Facebook page this Friday, where you can find me and Carl. Hype Jutsu. <laughs> you can find me in Albany, New York, on day. no, no. no. <laughs> just gonna stop that. It's <laughs> like whoa, just nip that one in the bud. <laughs> <laughs> now, thank you so much again, everyone who's listened, viewed everything so far. It's great to be back. It's great to get back on track with all this. Uh, big thank you again to Ashton and Carl for what you guys have done for producing content and putting stuff out there to keep keep this shit alive. Good luck with your Facebook page as you guys spawn off into your own thing with what you're doing with that. And uh, and yeah, I mean that's that's all I got for this week. Looking forward to the next one. So. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, viewer. Thanks, viewers, viewer. Like you. Thank you, viewer like you. <laughs> Thanks. Remember, the bird is a lie. Don't birds trust lie, birds. Birds are a lie. The earth birds is square. Birds are real. The earth, the earth is, is a turtle. The, 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 the earth is a turtle. The earth is an oblate spheroid. Which one of those is true? <laughs> As always, we end the episode. They're infamous. The government's not telling you the truth. Birds are alive, birds are alive. <laughs> the truth. Yes. Oh, God.